ho, 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 ho. This is Santa Claus saying hi, everybody. You're listening to Tales from the Mouse House with Alan Joyce. Ho, 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 ho. Welcome to Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, Episode 103. For December 14th, 2014. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and, you know, anything else you celebrate this time of year. <laughs> so, Merry Christmas, Joyce. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Can you believe that 2014 is almost over? No, I know. It went by pretty fast, didn't it? It did go by really fast. Yeah. Well, this is our big holiday 2014 extravaganza. We're going to have a lot of stuff on this episode for you. It's going to be jam-packed. We're going to have our traditional 12 Days of Tales Christmas song uh, coming up later on. And um, uh, a special audio play that I did with a group of uh, voiceover artists called Twas the Night, or I'm sorry, Twas the Month Before Christmas. I play a character named Nick Tinselman, legendary record producer. And that kind of, that's towards the end of it. It's only like seven minutes, right? Yes. Something like that. And Mm -hmm. and, uh, Nick's. Nick's part is uh, at towards the end. And I'm also the male singer in the Red Stocking Click band. <laughs> it was fun. Had a lot of fun. Um, we're also going to play some audio from the 2014 uh, Disneyland Candlelight Processional uh, Ceremony Thingamajigger, uh, narrated by Bo Bridges. And uh, that audio comes to us courtesy of our good friend Mr. Daps from Daps Magic. So, how are you doing, Joyce? I'm doing okay. It's cold. Cold has finally arrived. Hopefully for more than just a week, though, right? I hope so. I, I hope like it lasts at least through Christmas. Yeah. Well, and through, you know, maybe January. February, maybe it could start getting warm again. Yeah. As long as the scorpions don't come out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We had one crawling up the side of the house last week. Now we, a, baby, a small one, a baby one. Now, we've, <laughs> had, we've had weird weather around here uh, lately because we had a cold spell. And then it got hot again, back up into the 90s. And then it started cooling off again. And uh, the, I think when it started cooling off, that's when that the scorpion peeked his ugly little head out, huh? Yes. Yeah. But it was really weird yesterday. And I know that, that our friends in California have been getting <laughs> some really, really bad weather. Oh, yeah. But it was like 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. And... We had the windows open and we were just sitting there watching TV or something. Yeah. And we started hearing all these noises outside. Boom, boom, boom noises. And, and we don't live, we live like. Probably five or six miles away from a shooting from, range. Yeah. And if it's overcast or something, you know, we'll hear the, um, the gunfire from the shooting range. So at first that's what I thought that it was. <laughs> And then it got louder, and it got kind of and eerie. And it was rattling the walls in the house. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, great. Here we go. We're being attacked by the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get in trouble. I know. But, um, but then, so I, after... I thought Sean Vanderloo and his, and his family <laughs> were, were on their way over. They were going to take over. <laughs> so after a few minutes, I decided to go look outside. And it was just... Yeah. It was windy. It got really cold. I think the temperature dropped like 15 degrees within maybe 20 minutes. And, well, anyone that follows us on Facebook, um, I posted some pictures, and I think Al posted a video or vice versa. But anyways, it was just really, really bizarre. And I liked the rain, and I liked the thunderstorms, but I was a little scared. (laughs) It moved in very, very fast. Now, now let's back up a little bit, though, because uh, was it Friday? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Friday. The weather uh, forecaster said that uh, the weather was going to be start moving in, but nobody would really see anything because it would it was going to rain just a little tiny bit overnight, and then by the time everybody woke up in the morning, it was going to be you know clearing out. Well, 
when we woke up Saturday morning, it was... It, it was, had rained a little bit. It had rained a little bit, and it was cloudy. And the clouds were breaking up, and then, you know, it was getting cloudy again. And then we did some running around, and like Joyce said, about 3 o'clock, you know, we're, we're sitting on the couch watching... Uh, I, I, I think it was... Uh, was it Where Are They Now uh, with the Christmas story, something like that? Yeah. And then we started hearing the rumbling and the thunder, and then Joyce went out back and said that there was a storm moving in and I looked out front and it looked like a scene from that movie The Day After Tomorrow. It was really wicked and it moved in fast. It moved in very fast. Then it started raining really, really, really hard and then we got hail. It was weird. Yes, very, very, very much so. Yeah, and it stuck around for a little while and then then took off just, you know, like it was never here. But... I told Joyce because it cleared out so quickly and it was, you know, towards evening now and the sun was going down since it cleared out so quickly and the ground was wet. I said, it's going to get cold overnight. And sure enough, it was like 40 degrees overnight. Yep. I know we got some friends back in uh, like New York and stuff going, please, 40 (laughs) degrees. Yes. But like we've said before, for us wimps that live in Arizona, we can't handle the cold. Who are you calling cold? a wimp? I ain't no wimp. <laughs> I will kick you up. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I know. Because yeah. I beat you up. Well, speaking of friends, we have some of the most awesome friends in the world, don't we? Yes, we do. Our good friends, Louie and Lauren. Oh, my gosh. We love you guys. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. On Wednesday, was it Wednesday? Um, yeah, I think it was, yes. it was Wednesday. Uh, we got this surprise gift. Uh, UPSed to us. Is that a word, UPSed? I thought it was FedExed. Oh, maybe it was FedExed. So that now it makes more sense, FedExed. But anyway, <laughs> we got this uh, great gift from them. Now, Louie and Lauren uh, are lovers of Disney. You're big, big time. Uh, they go to Disneyland a lot. They go to, uh, the, they do the, the tour, the family, Disney Family Museum tour. And they're also, I think they're members, right, of the Lassiter Family Winery? I think so. Uh, Louie, if I'm wrong, correct me, but... Uh, but uh, on their last visit, they bought us a bottle of Lasseter family wine. And yummy chocolates. And yummy, yummy chocolates. Yummy in my tummy. They're great. <laughs> okay, so, all right, enough of that. But, oh, we haven't opened the wine yet. Uh, we're going to save it for Christmas dinner. Uh, it's a nice red wine, and I love red wine. And, or a Christmas dessert. Uh, or Christmas dessert. It's not, I don't think it's a dessert wine, though. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's going to be a, a good... Uh, bold wine, I think. But, oh my gosh, it looks so good. So thank you so much, you guys. That was probably one of the best Christmas gifts we could have gotten because we love John Lasseter and everything he does. And, uh, you know, taking a tour of the family winery is something we want to do eventually, too. So I would love to. Yeah. So thank you guys so very much. So what else is going on, Joyce? Um. Well, I found out today that there's going to be a West Coast oh. Disney cruise. I don't know if it's just a rumor, um, but I actually saw that somebody had posted it on Facebook. So it's supposed to be like fall of 2015. Um, but I was thinking it would be so much fun if we would have like a <laughs> Tales get together cruise. That thingy. would be an expensive get together, wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Those cruises aren't cheap, I don't think. It's since it's West Coast, it's probably a short one. I would think it would They've probably had that only before, be... I think. They haven't they've had a Disney the Disney cruise line is has been uh off the West Coast once once or twice before, I think. Yeah, I don't know, Randy, why don't you let us know? Yeah. Our good friend and sponsor Randy Crane. And hey, a matter of fact, if you want to take that Disney cruise, contact Randy. And uh, he could probably set it up. And maybe Randy could arrange this for all of us if we can do it. That would be fun. Randy, we're putting you on the spot, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So tell me if it's just a rumor or if it's a real thing and how much it would cost. And I know that, you know, I always said the first time I went on a cruise that I would want to um, to have... A an- big giant life preserver? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Um, like have a veranda and all that other stuff but i think if it meant going on a cruise that i may just may don't quote me on this consider staying in an inside cabin uh there is no may about it i would i don't know you don't spend that much time in the room anyway yeah but i don't know i would be up on deck all the time 
yes. chilling out, maybe, you know, hanging out at the pool with Mickey and Minnie. Although I don't want to see Mickey in a Speedo. <laughs> that would not be right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, move along. Yes. Uh, so getting, like Joyce said, it's getting close to the end of the year, 2014, and it's hard to believe. Um, and I started doing my business stuff for 2015. Now, this is something that I didn't do last year. Um, I kind of was just flying by the seat of my pants <laughs> when I started this uh, this voiceover company. Um, 2013 was bad because that was, the, you know, I was learning how to do everything. 2014 wasn't so good because even though I had started working out the kinks of the actual voice stuff, you know, like the talent and, and, and stuff like that, uh, I still kind of fluffed it on the business end. So now uh, I'm organizing all that. I'm setting goals and, you know, and like a, a friend of mine, a voiceover friend of mine uh, named uh, A.T. Chandler, he, he told me the way you got to look at it is, is when you set up your goals and stuff, look at them like nuts, you know, like nuts on a tree type of thing. Mm -hmm. And you've got you, know, you the, the big nut. Oh, this just does not sound right. <laughs> the big nut represents, you know, the overall goal. So you take that and then you break it down into smaller nuts until you get down to what you need to do every day to accumulate that, you know, the overall goal. So I'm taking that advice and, you know, I'm, I'm setting all kinds of goals. I'm setting financial goals. I'm also setting, uh, you know, goals that this is what I need to do every day in order to achieve what I want to achieve. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that it works. So, you know, anybody out there, send, send happy thoughts my way. Ha happy, uh, you know. Yeah, Joyce does too. Because if this works, then uh, <laughs> we will be in Disneyland before you know it. So I know. So if anyone out there needs voiceover jobs, you know who to contact. Well, I need a voiceover job. You mean if they need voiceover work. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's what I said. I know what you meant. That's what know. I said in my language. Oh, I see. Okay. I have a different kind of language sometimes. <laughs> Is that your language? <laughs> I don't know. Wow, we're really getting off topic, yes. aren't we? Okay, so back on topic. So, to me, this is really exciting <laughs> because, you know, the reason that we're sitting here talking to you guys is because we love Disney. So, I've noticed over the past, mm, I would say maybe two weeks or so, that... Um, that our followers on Facebook? our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter um, have increased. So mm -hmm. we're close to having 500 followers, friends, whatever they're called, on <laughs> friends on Facebook, and almost a thousand on Twitter. Wow! So I haven't told you this yet, Al. Oh, but <laughs> this is never a good thing. But when we reach one of those milestones on whichever comes first, then we're going to do some kind of a giveaway. So we'll announce it on either Facebook or Twitter, whichever one comes first. So stay okay. tuned for that. So what kind of giveaway are we doing? I don't know. I'll have to wait till we get there and see. Okay. I don't know. So yeah, we'll just have to see. But speaking of Facebook, um, I am friends, follow, whatever, like their page. Can't <laughs> you tell that I am social media? Savvy? Yes. Yeah. So... Um, Disney Movie Rewards and ABC Family 25 Days of Christmas are offering bonus points on the Disney Movie Rewards side. So, um, if you don't already follow them, you still have a few more days. But head over to Facebook and like both of their pages to earn bonus points. They'll give you a code every day. And if you enter it Monday through Thursday, you get five bonus points. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday... Um, you can just enter one code for 15 points. Mm -hmm. So they usually release it on Friday. Cool. And then you can enter it any time over the weekend and get 15 points. So um, I'm saving up for a tour of the Walt Disney Studios um, for four. So we're like over halfway there. Yeah. So that's what we're saving for. Yeah. Very cool. I'm excited about that. Me too. Uh, oh, we got our tree up. Our yes. Christmas tree. It's pretty. It's green. And I don't mean the tree is green. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of green lights on it all of a sudden, it seems like. It's kind of funny. I know. It's because I took all the the red and the blue oh. and the, the yellow, and I replaced them with green. Oh, that's good. I like green. Green's one of my favorite colors. You know, being Scottish and everything. Yes. I don't know how that correlates. 
I know. We have uh, a Disney-themed tree. Disney-themed tree, yeah. We'll talk about that later. But, uh, yeah, okay. Well, um, I think because we've got such a big show, maybe we should just get on with it. What do you think? I think so. Right after this. On the first day of Christmas, Mickey gave to me a trip to the Disneyland Resort. Uh-huh. On the second day of Christmas, Mickey gave to me two fast passes and a trip to the Disneyland Resort. Uh-huh. On the third day of Christmas, Mickey gave to me a 3D screening of Drinking Weenie. Two fast passes and a trip to the Disneyland Resort. On the fourth day of Christmas, Mickey gave to me four pins of trading, a screening of drinking two fast passes, and that trip to the Disneyland Resort. Oh yeah! On the fifth day of Christmas, Mickey gave to me five oh, golden corn dogs, four pins of trading, a screening of drinking two fast passes, and the trip to the Disneyland Resort. Five golden corn dogs. Mm. Yeah, corn dogs. I love corn dogs. Four pins of trading. A screening of record winning. Two fast passes. And a trip to the Disneyland Resort. Ho-ho. On the seventh day of Christmas, Mickey gave to me seven Mickey pretzels. Six ragtime robbers. Five golden corn dogs. I love those corn dogs. Four you know pins of trading. A screening of record winning. Two fast passes. And a trip to the Disneyland Resort. <laughs> On the eighth day of Christmas, dude, Mickey gave to me eight dollars. Oh, dude. Seven Mickey pretzels. Five golden corn dogs. Four pins of Triton. A screening of Dragon Weenie. Two fast passes. In a trip to the Disneyland Resort. On the ninth day of Christmas, Mickey gave to me nine Fun Wheel Minutes. Eight toll whips, dude. Seven Mickey pretzels. Five golden corn dogs. Two fast passes and that trip to the Disneyland Resort. Get ready, screamers. On the tenth day of Christmas, Mickey gave to me ten Duffy Bears. Nine Fun Wheel Minutes. Eight toll whips, dude. Seven Mickey pretzels. Five golden yeah. corn dogs. Four pins of Triton. Screening of Frankenweenie. Weenie. Two fast passes. And a trip to the Disneyland Resort. Yay! On the 11th day of Christmas, Mickey gave to me 11 trips on Soren. Ten Duffy Bears. Nine Fun Wheel Minutes. Eight Dolwitz, dude. Seven Mickey Pretzels. Five golden corn dogs. Four pins of Triton. Two fast passes in a trip to the Disneyland Resort. I'm gonna have some fun. On the twelfth day of Christmas, Mickey gave to me twelve birthday buttons. Eleven trips on Soren. Ten Duffy Bears. Nine Fun Wheel Minutes. Eight Dolwitz. Seven Mickey Pretzels. Totally Five Golden Corn Dogs. Four pins of Triton. Two fast passes and a trip to the Disneyland Resort. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Merry, Merry Christmas. Well, we thought it would be fun to find out a little bit of history behind the Disneyland holiday decorations. Mm. So, I found that Disneyland has been decorating for Christmas since the very first Christmas in 1955. And with each passing year, the decorations have become more creative to theme with the different lands. Now, during the early years of Disneyland, guests could find trees in the moats surrounding the castle. And as some of us know, the castle today is covered with snow and lights. Although very controversial, 2007 was the last Christmas season with a real tree in Town Square. Disneyland became more environmentally friendly in 2008 with the tree decorated with more than with an artificial tree decorated with more than 62,000 energy efficient LED lights. And I you know I I feel blessed and honored that I actually got to see the very last real live tree. 
I know. And I still remember it was, I would say, probably midway through the year 2008. Oh, yeah. Um, we were riding, it was just Al and I in one of the little Main Street vehicles. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was the the, the small car, that, that car. Yeah. But um, there was a cast member who had been employed at the park for, I would say, maybe 50 years. I don't really know for sure. But he had, um, he had a petition to keep the tree live. And he was telling us all about it. And he was telling us all about the history of the real tree and how, you know, that was Walt's vision. And, and it was a very interesting conversation. And he truly loved Disney and he wanted it to stay original. So um, I still remember that day. Yeah, that I did too. And, and although, you know, although I do, I, I like the real tree because I love the smell. What they replaced it with is awesome. And you would be hard pressed to really, really spot the differences, mm-hmm. you know? And again, although I do like the real tree and I think Walt would have loved the real tree to be, you know, uh, in continued use. I think that he would have probably, he would have been accepting. You know, I think he would have probably spearheaded the fact, you know, hey, let's be more environmentally, you know, safe and sound and, 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 you know, and move on to something like that. I like real trees, but I really don't mind that artificial tree. I think it's beautiful. I do too. I would love to see it right now in person. Me too. (laughs) So what do you guys think? Real tree? Fake tree? What not? Yeah, and I just have one more thing to add to that. Remember, um, so when we go to the park, we like to talk to cast members. And I remember it might have been during the same visit and the same person that we were talking to, but he was telling us a story about how the top of the tree had caught on fire. Oh, yeah. No, it was him. Yeah. And that... Nobody really even knew that it had caught on fire because it happened after the park closing or close to the park closing. They had the tree um, repaired before the next morning, and nobody even knew that that it had caught on fire. But I wonder how they got a tree to replace it. <laughs> I don't know. In the middle of the night. I don't know. But Maybe is that Disney have, magic? It is. It's, yeah, it was Disney magic. They had Tinkerbell fly up there and go, you know, and it, and it worked. Yeah, I just love Disney. <laughs> so do I. Now, as I mentioned in our host chat segment, I'm a member of a group of voice actors called Vox Stars, V-O-X Stars. This year, they decided to showcase the talents of the group by recording a play called Twas the Month Before Christmas. It's a fun little play about the stresses at the North Pole just before Christmas. And I got the... Uh, Mm, fun job of playing legendary record producer Nick Tinselman. And uh, like I said, I was the male voice in the singing group. So enjoy. On the night before Thanksgiving, a young girl approaches Santa with a gleam in her eye. Little does Santa know, this is not your typical little girl. Welcome to Santa's magical workshop, little girl. Thank you so much, Santa. Pardon me one moment while I set up my PowerPoint presentation. Here, oh hold my. on to my laser pointer for me, won't you? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to sit on Santa's knee? Okay, I'm ready to go. Please hold all questions until after my presentation. As you can see here, in slide one, by utilizing the Pythagorean theorem, where P squared plus C squared oh equals my. overall Christmas satisfaction, P in this scenario is present factor, and C is the badness level or coal efficient. You should therefore see a direct correlation forming between overall goodness level and the amount of presents that I should be receiving this year, multiplied by pi, of course. Oh, you want pie for Christmas? No. Take the above number and multiply that times 3.14159269935, and oh. that's this year's present count. Just 
just for me, of course. <laughs> As you can see in slide two, my brother's count is much, much lower. Oh, my. Based on consumer data, as reported in Bloomberg for the last 12 months, the most anticipated series of toys this year are the Zogda friendly orc dolls and the action figures. I would like the Deluxe Tinkmaster set, which should cover approximately 20% of the toys. When will this ever end? Meanwhile, back at the North Pole. Thank you all for attending this meeting of the North Pole League. It is up to us to maintain our preparation for Christmas Day. I would like for each of you to bring me up to speed on your various departments. <clears throat> well, all the reindeer are fit and accounted for. Their daily exercise is going well. And we have begun the bulking up process of their diet. There's one small snag. And that is? It's it's Rudolf. Um, he hasn't reported back from his vacation yet, and I, I think he's taking too much Christmas cheer while on that vacation. Uh, uh, this is coming from his mother, who talked to him last week. That explains the red yells. <laughs> what are we expecting for weather come December 25th? Jack? My team forecasts smooth slant. Unlike last year, when I was unable to keep the jet stream from pulling south, creating that polar vortex over North America, Rudolph had to save the day again. I think Rudolph deserves a longer rest for what he did. <sighs> Speaking of slag, sleigh is a go for lunch this year, but I'm forecasting issues for next year. It seems we are running out of magical wood to use for the skids. Oh, that deforestation, I tell ya, it's taking its toll. That's very hard to find. Uh, uh yes, uh, deforestation is affecting us as well. Uh, less wood for toy soldiers and dolls. However, uh, on the good side, we have far fewer requests for those items. More of a something called Xbox One. Hmm, well, let's see how many we need to fill. Naughty, nice, what is the update on the list? Wow! We have a record number of nice on the list this year. No, we don't. The naughty list is longer than ever. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Uh, just get get back to me when you have it settled. Yes, Chef, it I got your memo about how bad your situation in the kitchen is. Well, about bloody time. We hired a new sous chef to assist you, all the way from Sweden. What is this? Does he have a mouthful of candy canes, or can he speak English? Mrs. C, we have a problem that requires your assistance. Santa has encountered a cold Yule at one of the balls. Thirty minutes to Black Friday. Turn in your paperwork. We're not paying you to sit on your laurels. Hey, Woody, what's a laurel? I don't know, Beatrice. Hey, Raz, how's my favorite elf clerk today? Buttering me up will get you nowhere. Save it for the turkey. I'm not buttering you up, Raz. I'm just making small talk as I head in my work orders for the Morty, day. Morty, you are missing your Form 1225, quality control and release. About that, Raz, uh... You see, there was a mix-up on the floor. Uh, the iPhone 6 cases got mixed up with the Samsung Galaxy S4s. Now we got apples mixed with droids. Not my problem. We were kind of hoping you can help an old elf out of this jam, Raz. We would owe you one. Not my problem. You now have 27 and a half minutes. Go clean up your mess in that time. I'll be in my office. Ah. That's more like it. Coffee and music. Looking forward to the new recording by the Red Stocking Click. And we're rolling on. Take one. There, fellas. What's up, legendary producer Nick Tinselman? You got a crackerjack sound here, fellas. A very happy tune. You're singing about sleigh bells. But I gotta say, I got a fever, man. And the only cure is more sleigh bell. Explore the space, man. Really, I need more sleigh bell. Bell ring! Bell ring! <laughs> bell ring! <laughs> 
Okay, let's do this. Sleep Sleep is me. Are you listening? Nick, could you come in here, please? Would Santa get out of the mall in time? What is the big emergency that Mrs. Claus needs to fix? Will Morty get his paperwork in on time? And will Nick get his fill of sleigh bells? Stay tuned for part two of Twas the Month Before Christmas, Crunch Time at the North Pole. The Vox Don Nation was proud to present for your listening pleasure a Thanksgiving production of Twas the Month Before Christmas, written by Ian Fultz and Christina Smith, with music and sound effects by Elliot Ullett of Clayton Studios, St. Louis, starring the voice talents of Holly Adams, Beau Baker, Jonathan Corbin, Nathan Cunder, Ian Fultz, Jen Henry, Al Kessel, California Lachlan, Philip Mather, Fran McClellan, Tremaine Mosley, Grant Schmidt, and Christina Smith with Ted McAleer as the narrator. Up next is some audio from the 2014 Disneyland Candlelight Ceremony narrated by Bo Bridges. Thanks very much to our good friend Mr. Daps from Daps Magic for the audio. If you'd like to see the entire ceremony, visit YouTube and check out Daps Magic. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice highly, favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call him Jesus. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So all went to be registered, and everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, The days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary, Joseph, and the babe. I'm turning the page back one.
chose to follow the star as it had shown in the east, when suddenly there was the angel, with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary, Joseph, and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told to them concerning this child. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? We have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word that I may come and worship him also. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Like the wise men and shepherds over 2,000 years ago, tonight we pause to remember the child sleeping in the night and his eternal promise of goodness and light. For unto us a child is born, a child, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. thought we'd share with you some of our favorite things about the holidays at the Disneyland Resort. And uh, if you'd like, you can send your favorite things to us at talespodcast at cox.net or share them on our Facebook page or Twitter page. Joyce, what's some of your favorite thing? Well, I have lots of favorite things, <laughs> so it was really difficult to narrow it down. But I would say that my favorite thing to experience at the resort is the snow-capped castle and the light display. I also like the carolers 
that um, mm. that you oh, can yeah. find at the Paradise Pier Hotel. I'm sure they're at some of the other hotels too. I think, but they're, I think they're over at uh, California Adventure now too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, but back to the castle. It's just so breathtaking and magical. Um, I also love the fireworks show, yeah. the snow. I could just go on and on and on. I know. How about you? Well, um, Haunted Holiday. <laughs> I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, I, I love everything about that because to me that that just screams the holidays at uh, the Disneyland Resort. I love the smells as you're you know coming up on the um, the ballroom scene mm-hmm. the, or the dining room or whatever that is in there. Uh, in fact, uh, I've I've assembled some of my uh, my oils, my burning oils that uh, smell like that when I mix them together and burn them they actually smell like the gingerbread house in that in that area um, I also love all of the lights all of the decorations the costumes the cast members wear and uh, everything really <laughs> I just I love the holidays at the Disneyland Resort it, it just like I've said this before it gives you that small town feeling you know like this is what Walt experienced in in the small town that he grew up in during the holidays uh, I love the food and the treats, too. Oh. I even love the rainy days. Oh, I do, too. Yeah. So how about some of our Disney-themed Christmas traditions at home, Joyce? Well, we have a Disney-themed... <laughs> um, it's like a tabletop tree um, that we display the day after Thanksgiving. Um, we usually put that one um, either in the studio or in our bedroom this year we happen to have it in our bedroom and then we display our full-size christmas tree sometime the weekend so like saturday sunday after thanksgiving Thanksgiving. yeah and we've got we've got the we've got disney ornaments all over our tree in fact i think there's more disney ornaments than anything else now yes so when al and i met um our first christmas together we started to where we just, um, so we bought a family ornament and then I bought an ornament for him and he bought an ornament for me. And those were the only ornaments on our tree for a long time. <laughs> um, we still have that tradition, but over the years of going to the park, we have bought other yeah. ornaments and added them to the tree. And yeah. now Katie's part of our tradition too, as are the grandkids, um, we have Christmas ornaments on the tree for them. Yeah, but most of them are Disney themed. Yeah, yes, I love Disney themed stuff. Um, yeah, for me, uh, <laughs> that 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 small tabletop uh, Christmas tree Joyce was talking about uh, got a funny story, and I think we've I think we've shared this story before. Yes, but it's worth sharing. It again. is worth sharing. It was was it two thousand eight, two thousand nine, maybe one of those. I think it was two thousand eight. Um, I think it was Christmas season 2008. 2008, 2009, yeah. But anyway, yes. uh, we were staying at the um, uh, Paradise Pier Hotel. Now, it was that was the year that it rained and it was cold the entire time we were there. Uh, we checked into the room. I think it was like on the, whatever, 10th floor or something. And we found some things in the in the refrigerator that... And that were still closed in one of the drawers yeah. and things like that. So Joyce called down and um, and they upgraded us to one of the suites up on the top floor. Mm-hmm. And as we're getting ready, I, I think as we were getting ready to leave, you were still on the phone with them. And I hear a knock on the door. We were up in the... Were we up in the... We were up in our new room. Okay, yeah. But anyway, we were up in the new room and Joyce was on the phone with them and thanking them or whatever. And there was a knock on the door. And there was two cast members there with this big box. And they said, we're delivering your tree. And I was like, tree? We didn't order a tree. What are you talking about? And Joyce says, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Yes. (laughs) It was supposed to be a surprise for me. Yes. So I'll let you finish the story in a second because I have to tell my part of the story. So um, they were supposed to have it delivered before we arrived in the room because we left like the day after Christmas and we were going to be there for like a full week. Mm-hmm. So I wanted us to have a Christmas tree in our room. Um, and I was going to surprise Al with it. Um, but with, well, it wasn't there when, yeah. when we checked into our room. Cause I think we might've arrived early or something, but then with 
the the switching of the rooms, you know. So <laughs> yeah, they got right. confused. Yeah, I'll let you finish. But the it was story so now. funny. It, it was funny. Um, then Joyce rushed over and, and you know she signed for it. They came in and they set it up, and it was the most adorable. It's like a three foot tree um, with. Uh, Disney stuffed animals all over it. There were candies and cookies all over it. It was just, and there was a, um, there's ears. Mickey. Yeah, Mickey ears uh, with little holiday bow on it. It's just the most, it's the most adorable little tree. And I will always remember that because it was just the funniest thing and it was just so cool. So it was a nice surprise from Joyce. Yeah, it also has um, the different colored. Um, Mickey ornaments on it. Yeah, the little uh, the classic glass, Mickey. Yeah, the classic uh, TriStar uh, like bulb uh, mm-hmm. ornaments. They're so cool. I'll take a picture of them, post them on Facebook. So very cool. Yeah. So now <sighs> <Yes. laughs> I really want to go back to Disney. Me too. Well, as I said earlier, the nightmare before Christmas. And the haunted holiday is one of my favorite things about the holidays at Disneyland. So, we thought we'd share the ride-through audio with you. Enjoy! was a long time ago, longer now than it seems, in a place that perhaps you've seen in your dreams, for the story that you were about to be told began with the holiday worlds of old. I know you're curious to see what's inside. It's what happens when two holidays collide. Welcome, my friends, to our Christmas delight. Come witness a ghoulishly glorious sight. It's time for our holiday tale to begin. There's no turning back now. Please, come all the way in. Our holiday tale is a tale that's quite charming. But during this season, it's sometimes alarming. So relax and reflect. Feel free to take pause while we tell you a tale about dear Sandy Claus. Twas the nightmare before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was peaceful not even a mouse. The stockings, all hung by the chimney with care, when opened that morning, would cause such a scare. The children, nestled all snug in their beds, would have nightmares of monsters and skeleton heads. Holidays, Survive. <laughs> Jack Skellington came here from Halloween Town. You'll notice his handiwork scattered around. This year he's decided to play Sandy Claus. But Halloween creates Christmas. You might see a few flaws. 
will take you away. Sit back. Rest in peace in your black Christmas sleigh. <laughs> your sleigh will accommodate one or two more. We hope you're prepared for what Jack has in store. Don't pull down the bar. It will float down with ease. And remember, no flash photography. Please. Yes, down through the chimney, Jack flew like a bat, clutching his magical Sandy Claus sack. He ripped open the sack and, in moments it seems, created a Christmas you have in bad dreams. More rapid than vultures, the mansion was changed. All was soon covered, adorned and deranged. And what to your wondering eyes disappears is Jack's little friend Zero, the ghost dog reindeer. Nothing here was forgotten. It all looks so pleasant. A coffin, Jack says, makes a fine Christmas present. <laughs> a man-eating plant makes a wonderful wreath, as long as you don't get caught in its teeth. Jack's holiday vision was unlike no other. So ring out the bells, there's more cheer to uncover. On the 13th day of Christmas, my ghoul love gave to me 13 rings of power, embracing strength that never ends. 12 signs of the zodiac, that rule the future and transcend. Eleven candles floating, their scent of mystery in the air. Ten telling tea leaves that swirl with secrets yet to share. On the ninth day of Christmas, my ghoul love gave to me nine. Magic crystals that sparkle with a force that is pure. Eight balls of knowledge that answer with a truth that is sure. Seven pearls of wisdom to keep my love bewitched to me. Six mystic mirrors reflecting futures yet to be. On the fifth day of Christmas, my ghoul love gave to me five lucky charms to understand the right from wrong, four wheels of fortune to spin their rich and golden song, three lifelines extending help to those in need, two passion potions that love and romance may succeed. On the first day of Christmas, my ghoul love gave to me a star, a brilliant star for my fortune card tree. With some treats and some games, you can make a scene merry. Why, even a gingerbread house could seem scary. All at once, happy haunts did materialize, like a nightmarish painting by Courier and Ives.
toys, Jack had slung on his back. They were strange and bizarre. <laughs> and on the attack. Sandy Claus worked his magic both outside and in. But one final touch made his bony face grin. Now what better gift on my friends to bestow than a graveyard that's covered in ghostly white snow? It's Christmas! Have you been good this year? Oh, oh. I like this Christmas thing. See, Zero? I told you they would like my Christmas. Fruitcake, anyone? Oh, oh, oh! I really outdid myself this time. Look at all the happy faces. Season's greetings, everyone! Holiday Tricks! 
centuries. Round and round she goes. What's your gift? Oogie knows. <laughs> Are you getting a trick or a treat? Isn't this fun? <laughs> I can't wait to see what you get. It's gift giving time. You get what you get. <laughs> Have I got a present for you? <laughs> it's all good here. Sugar and spice, naughty and nice. Have you been naughty or nice? <laughs> well, looky who we got here. I have a special holiday something just for you. Hang on to your holiday hat. Oogie Dogs is coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. <laughs> Be sure to bring your gift certificate. <laughs> Season screamings, everyone. <laughs> Hurry back! Hurry back! Don't let the tombstone hit you on the way out! <laughs> I've got plenty more tricks and treats in store for your next visit. Hurry back! Hurry back! Hurry back! Hurry back! Hurry back! <laughs> Well, that's episode 103 wrapped up in a Christmas at the Disneyland Resort extravaganza. <laughs> hey, if you have any interesting Disney stories, we want to hear about them. You can send those to us at talespodcast at cox.net. And have you checked out our sponsor, Randy Crane, from Mouse Vacations? Huh? You really, really should. Especially if you're thinking about taking a vacation or joining us for the Disney cruise. Yeah. Now, he's a great guy and loves Disney as much as we do, so if you're looking for an honest travel agent who can get you the best deal on just about any vacation, be sure to give Randy a shout. You can find Randy at www.randyc-mouseearvacations.com and you can read about him on our sponsor page at www.talescast.com. And how about checking out Randy's podcast, Stories of the Magic? And don't forget to check out, oh heck, subscribe to our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash talespodcast. We post all kinds of great, fun videos there, and you're not going to want to miss out, because if you do, Santa's going to give you some coal. <laughs> and be sure to follow us on Twitter for any cool updates or announcements. You can find us at Tales Podcast. And did you know that we have a Facebook fan page? We do? <laughs> well, yes. The reason I'm laughing is because I shared it with you guys earlier. Oh, yeah. So, just go over to Facebook, search for Tales from the Mouse House Podcast. And if you already like us, thank you. Um, if you don't, please like us, share with all your friends, because once we reach that milestone, like I said, we're going to have a, some kind of a giveaway. You've been hitting the eggnog already, haven't you? <laughs> I have. <laughs> hey, Shh. if you'd like to submit a review of a Disney movie or maybe an attraction or restaurant, we want to hear about them. And please, how about hopping over to iTunes and leave some feedback and ratings for the show. Five stars would help push the show up in the, the ratings so that everyone can find it. You really have been drinking the eggnog. <laughs> As always, if you'd like to send us a comment or just say, <laughs> Hiya, pal. You can send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net. Leave us voicemail on the hotline at 304-TALES23. Send us a tweet or message on Facebook or just think happy thoughts our way. <laughs> this podcast is copyright 2014 by Storyteller Audio Productions. All Disneyland music and related materials remain the property and the copyright of the Disney company. And if you use it without permission, <laughs> I'll give you some coal. <laughs> 
Thanks for tuning in and welcoming us into your home. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. <laughs> oh, great, I'm stuck. <laughs> this chimney's too small. <laughs> podcast and did you know that we have a facebook fan page we do well of course we do because i shared it earlier <laughs> <laughs> so just go to tales from the mouse house podcast <laughs> i guess i need to do this over huh yeah all right so as always if you'd like to send us a message or just say hiya pal you can send <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I can't do how you pal again. All right. All right.